everyone to the Gold Digger Girls podcast, where we talk about crushing your goals and creating the life of your dreams. I'm Kimberly Olson, your hostess, and today for episode 75, as promised, I have a special guest, Chelsea Kenyon, coming on today so we can pick her brain and hear all about her journey to success. So welcome, Chelsea. So excited to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be on here. Um, I I love you to pieces, and I can't wait to chat and kind of let people hear kind of behind the scenes and all the good stuff. Yes. And that reminds me of the first time I friend requested you, you know how Facebook like suggests people. So I think I friended you and then we just started doing the whole, who are you, you know, chatting back and forth. And then we realized we were going to be BFFs because we had so much in common. We were like geeking out, going back and forth. And right like away, immediately, I immediately, immediately, immediately. Like, did not take any time. We were immediately like, Oh my God. Oh my God. We're so the same person. Oh my God. <laughs> we had like 12 voice clips back and forth on Facebook. Cause you get maxed out at one. I was like, really? But I knew right away, like you were just a special person. And I was so thankful that we got connected. So that's the power of social media. So since my audience uh, probably are new to you and in the show notes, I'll have information on Chelsea, how you guys can connect with her. But Chelsea, I would love for you to tell my listeners a little bit about you, your, your background as an entrepreneur, uh, your experience and what's going on in your world today. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh gosh, I'm one of those that it's like a hot mess. There's, there's not like an easy, like, oh, I did ABC and here I am today. Like it doesn't, it's, it's a mess, you know, and that speaks a lot to anybody out there that feels like they're a hot mess right now. You can still get a lot accomplished in your hot messness. Like being a hot mess does not mean that you don't get to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. Um, I actually came from a background of doing hair and makeup. I was a licensed hairdresser, worked behind the chair. And then I, I kind of uh, needed something I could do at home. So I started writing for about.com. And then I sort of decided I wanted to become a health coach because it was something I could do from home. And I needed some quick cash to pay for the tuition. And the tuition was like, gosh, 300 bucks a month. But at the time, I just didn't have it. And... So I, a friend of mine was like, Hey, you know, come join me in my direct sales business. And at the time I was like, no, that is not me. That is not what I want to do. No, I was definitely one of those. I seriously, I was, I was like, no direct sales for me. I grew up watching my uncle pull my dad into every new scheme every week. So I had that kind of bad experience with it. So my friend was trying to get me to do it. I was like, no, 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 no. And then she told me the magic word. She goes, well, you know, all the friends that you've referred to me this month, I've made $300. And I was like, oh, okay, sign me up. Where do I go? Because that was the exact amount that I needed to get my other thing that I wanted to do. And then um, my first month, I ended up making like $700. And that's when I just had that light bulb moment. I'm like, wait a second, there's really something to this. And I just went all in. And I ended up climbing to the upper ranks of my first company. But because of the way I joined it, excuse me, it was for the wrong reasons, kind of, right? Like, it was just totally for the cash to get something else. So I ended up switching companies because I wanted to, I thought, gosh, if I'm going to go big with this, like, I want to be with a company that my, that I align with it. I like the products and all of that. So I did got to the upper ranks of that company, which is really excited. So exciting. And now I kind of had a, you know, some, some proven methods by this point. And uh, then I finally ended up making my third switch, 
to another company, and this one was also in makeup and skincare. And again, I have the hairdresser makeup artist background. So for me, that was a natural fit. And uh, I was there for nearly four years, got to the top ranks of that company, built a huge team. Um, I did a lot of amazing things there. It was a very, very exciting time. Um, I ended up speaking on stage at the most powerful women in network marketing conference. I spoke on stage at my company conference multiple times on the main stage. Um, got invited to speak at other conferences. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, during that time, I really just realized, though, that my real passion was the teaching part. I love sales. Don't get me wrong. And I mm -hmm. love recruiting. In fact, I was the number four recruiter company-wide for my entire company. So that was really exciting. But I just realized that my passion was in the teaching. That's where it really lied. So I decided to resign from my company and just start my own coaching business and teach other women how to get to the top. Wow. So, that's like a I huge know. leap. That's, that's a huge leap. Yeah. That's the nutshell version of everything. <laughs> But that's probably why we're so magnetically like attracted to each other because we're so creative. And I know a lot of you listening, that's the struggle because you're so creative. You're like squirreling and you're all over the place. So you can channel yeah. it, which is what we've both done. And I think that's why we jive so well. But I love that you shared the truth about your background, that you were a, hair, uh, you know, a hairdresser and makeup. And then you were in three different companies. A lot of people who have made it to the top or, or even trainers in network marketing they don't talk about that. And I think it needs to be talked yeah. about because in real life, if you are a hairdresser and you're not connecting with that salon owner, maybe you have your own salon, you move, you go to other places, you try different mm -hmm. things like that's okay. And for some reason in this industry, I feel like there's this sort of like, you're not supposed to do that or it's not okay to be a teacher and then decide you want to make a career in direct sales. So I think that's really cool that you are living proof of you can be successful Absolutely. in anything you do, you know? Yeah, and in direct sales, I think there is still a lot of stigma, but you can absolutely go and crush it. You can absolutely make those changes. I, do, I think I do, like for my team, I do tell them like, you, you should give it some time, right? Like don't get into a company, give it like a month and be like, okay, I'm, I gotta go somewhere else. This I'm not a millionaire, you know? <laughs> it's only been a month. Like give it some time. But yeah, if you're there for a year, two years, and you're just not, feel in the products. I mean, I was technically on by the books. I was successful at my first, mm -hmm. I was very successful. I had a big team. I was climbing the ranks. I hadn't quite hit the top rank, but I was in the upper ranks. Um, so by all means I was successful, but it, it was out of alignment with me. So, you know, you just have to do that gut check and, and, and really figure that out. And you know, at the end of the day, you do you boo, you do you. Right. That, that's all that matters is, is what works for you. Yeah. And that's, I think another thing amongst many things I admire about you is you're very unapologetic the way you go about things. And I think it can come across like so confident that a lot of women are like, Whoa. And I think that's why you're so refreshing to people because we need more of that. Like it's, you're like the Rachel Hellis, you know, like you do you, you know, unapologetically go after what you want. And I love that about you because women you guys, we're so worried about what people think when it comes to prospecting, comes to reaching out, all of that stuff. And you just saying, you do what you want to do and getting, getting tuned in energetically. Can you talk about that real quick? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, it, cause some people don't understand that. Like, how do you know if you're in alignment? Yeah. Um, gosh. Okay. So woo woo is definitely not my, my strong suit. It's not like something that I, I, you know, do a lot with but I definitely believe in the power of like intuition. And here's, here's the thing, you just have to go, is this making me happy? 
you know? Now listen, and when I say that, like, of course, it, nothing's going to be perfect. You have to put the work in. You're going to sometimes have an upset client or you're going to have an upset team member. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about overall, like, do you look forward to getting to work? Do you look forward to working your business? Is this something that brings you joy most of the time, you know, like 95% of the time? If not, that's when you want to think to yourself, like, okay, what kind of changes do I need to make? Do I need to maybe change up the way that I'm working my current business? Or am I just generally unhappy here and I just need to face the music that maybe this isn't for me right now, or maybe this product isn't for me or whatever the case may be. And just being brutally honest with yourself. And this is not something that, you know, happens overnight. It's not something where you can just go, okay, I'm done. You know, you definitely take a few weeks, maybe even a month or two and really feel it out and really get connected to your happiness. And um, be, like I said, it's being honest with yourself because it's uncomfortable to make a change. It's hard. You have to, you feel, you have to battle so many emotions around that. Um, you know, am I letting people down? Are people going to hate me? Are people now going to not trust me? Uh, what are my clients going to think? You know, we, we battle all these emotions around it. And so it can keep us stuck, right? Like it can keep us, um, in a place that we don't necessarily want to be because we're just afraid of all these other things going on around us. So you also have to learn to disconnect a little bit from that emotional part and instead look at it as a business, as a true business, as a business person, like you can even ask yourself as an emotional person, what would my decision be? What are my fears? What are my thoughts? Journal that out and then go, okay, as a business person, if I chop out all those emotions, what's the next best thing? And then just, you know, like I said, it's just that happiness check. I'm 42 now. And I just, I'm like, I just want to be happy, <laughs> you know, like. I just want to be happy. And I'm not saying life has to be perfect by any means, but most of the time, I just want to be in a space where I love what I'm doing. Thankfully, I'm there now, but it was a long journey to get there. And it really took a lot of changes and being willing to be in the dirt and the mud and, and, and go through the ugly parts, you know, and be, being willing to do so. Yeah. I think that's so inspiring. I, I love that so much. And I agree with you. I feel like that too. And yeah. it's it, to me now I'm like I can't live any other way but the thought of it before was so scary to make take that leap and yeah. do that so you mentioned uh you know conversations and talking to people and all of that one of the things I encourage you if you're listening and you're like oh I don't you know it doesn't feel right it could be the way that you're going about your business as well it might not even be your company it might not even be any of that it's you're having a hard time of understanding how you want to build your business because you're hearing someone teach you something and then someone else. This is why it's so important to find like one or two trainers and follow just them. But Absolutely. one of the things that shifted for me is I almost quit my network marketing six months in because I was through my warm market and I had no one else and I couldn't travel. I couldn't do anything. And people were teaching cold messaging and I cold messaged this lady. And I said, you know, the whole thing connect, so I said, oh, wow, you, you I saw your baby in your profile picture. How old's your baby? And she was like, oh, my baby, you know, died from SIDS. And I was like, I just started like sobbing. And on the voice mom, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, it was horrible. She was so awesome about it. She's like, I'm an ad advocate for it. We've had another baby. Like, it's okay. But at that moment, I was like, cold messaging is wrong. Like, for me, I, I cannot cold message. And so I think learning how to build your business in a way that feels energetically aligned and you feel and, good and about I it is key. 
here, like building it like a business. Yes. So many people treat it like a hobby yes. and then they get lost in all the things. No, tr show up like it's a business. If you want it to pay you like a business, you got to show up like a business. Yes, absolutely. So talk about the conversations because you have some tools that can help people listening and I'll put it in the show notes yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like you, I am not a big fan of just like cold messaging a stranger, you know, how, you know, all the things. I'm just not, I don't like to do that. And, and that also like kind of rewinding for a second. Um, what you said was so right on just if you're not happy in your business. And I think I actually said this earlier when I was talking too. the first thing you want to do is just figure out, is it really the problem with the business or is it how I'm running the business? Um, because if you are, if you're thinking maybe this isn't the business for me because I'm stressed out, that is probably because you are not running your business correctly. Because <gasps> Can you say that again? Yes. That. If you are stressed out about your business, if, if you're happy, but you're stressed out, if you love the product, but you're stressed out, you are running your business incorrectly. That means that you are getting lost in the scroll. You are doing ineffective things like overtraining. Oh, I could go on for hours about overtraining. It's an epidemic. In our, it's an epidemic. Overtraining, you are putting effort into the wrong things. Okay. So just, you know, again, wanted to rewind and kind of throw that in there. If you're stressed mm -hmm. out, you're just running your business incorrectly. That has nothing to do with happiness. Okay. Stress and happiness and all that totally different thing. Um, okay. So yes, conversations. Oh my gosh. I love conversations and, and yeah, starting out in a cold message was just never my thing. So what I've found is a really cool strategy to gain leads, gain recruits and all of that through starting conversations. So what you do is you start a conversation on Facebook. How do you do that? By asking a question, by inquiring something, by sharing something and then inviting people into the conversation. Um, go look at Kimberly's post, go look at my post. If you need an example, go find a social media influencer. So many people do this. Um, if you post on social media without the intention to start a conversation, it's very one-sided. It's very hard to get comments. So you're, you're not getting that real true conversation going. So you have to start it with a point of interaction. Then as people are commenting, keep talking. Like so many people, this is where people drop the ball. <laughs> they will go, like somebody will, you know, they'll comment, like you post something, then somebody comes through and comments. And then you just like give them a, an emoji or something, or you just say, oh, thanks, or oh, I totally agree. And you stop the conversation, you make a statement. But what you can do instead is you can ask another question. Why do you feel that way? Oh, that's so funny. How do you feel about ABC? Like keep the conversation going. These conversations can lead to other conversations. Like you can start, this is how conversations flow. How many times, do you end a conversation talking about the exact same thing that you started the conversation on, right? Never. It doesn't happen. Conversations flow through a series of subjects. So you start them on whatever. It could be talking about cake. You could end up talking about horses. You could start out talking about how you go to sleep with the fan on and end up talking about your amazing night cream. Oh, see what I did there? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, you can use conversations to start introducing the benefits of your products then if it really if it's i like to say if it's appropriate right because we can't just go busting into people's inboxes so you say hey i, I i'd love to talk to you more about this 
can I message you? Get their permission. That that. way when you show up in their inbox, you don't get ghosted. So you get into their inbox. And here's the thing. Here's another part where people really screw this up. And yes, you can screw up conversations. (laughs) Um, When you get into their inbox, continue the conversation a little bit. Warm it up a little bit before you jump right into the solution, right? Like, so, so really just be conscious of this. Be a normal person. Talk to people. Have conversations. Let the conversations flow. Ask lots of questions. And then when appropriate, take it to the inbox. And boom, you've got a full strategy right there. And it feels very normal. It feels very flowy. It feels very easy. It does not feel yucky. It doesn't feel spammy. And it's just doing what we naturally do as humans, only we're just doing it on social media. Yeah, that's the key is what would you say to someone if you were sitting next to them at a soccer game? You know, you would just be, oh, where, how long have you guys been in the area? How old are your kids? Oh, you know, what do you work? What do you do? Yeah. Like, you would just be chatting. Like, if you and I were sitting at an event, we would chat back and forth for a bit. And you would be like, oh, what do you do? Or something, it would come up. Oh, yeah, I'm actually, you know, I work with health and wellness company or whatever. It would come up. Yeah, we would just talk about it. It wouldn't be like, so hi. Oh, hey, have you ever heard of this product? I'd love you to try. I mean, you would never do that. So right? start throwing weird. samples at your face. Hey, <laughs> taste this. Try this. Running down the line, you're like, Ch-ch-ch. yeah. But I mean, why do we suddenly change when it comes to the inbox? I I don't know, and I get it because I was like that too. I was like, where well, so where do you live? Like I was a robot. Let me give you a little analogy that I think your listeners might like to help explain why the inbox feels weird. Yes. Because this is the way I like to think of it. An inbox is somebody's house. Okay. So, and, and getting into their inbox is like coming through their front door. So the first thing you have to do is you have to meet them somewhere outside of their home. Maybe like you said, a sports event, or you're meeting them um, at an ice cream shop or whatever. You do not just walk into somebody's front door. You just don't do it. That would feel, how weird would that feel if you just walked into somebody's front door and you just like walked into their house and you're like, hey, I'm here to talk to you about my product. You know, like, no, that's horrible. Nobody wants that. Mm-mm. So you have to have the conversation outside of their house first and you have to wait for them to invite you in. That is the, that's the normal process of, of how we do things as human in real life. And in social media, we have to try to mimic real life as much as possible. So that's why it feels weird if you just pop into somebody's inbox unannounced, you know, mm-hmm. um, you have to get that permission to get through their front door. And then once you're in, once you have permission to be in there, maybe they've invited you over for dinner. Maybe they're like, yeah, come in and have a cup of coffee, coffee let's chat. Now the pressure's off. Now you're welcome in there. And once you've been in somebody's house, it's a lot easier to be invited back. Mm-hmm. A lot easier. It's that first initial getting to know, getting in their house. Okay. Then once you've been in their house, I mean, you could get to know somebody to the point where like you could just literally walk into their house. I had a neighbor who lived next to me who she'd be like, Chelsea, she'd knock, knock and open the door and, and she comes, right? So you, you can get to that point with somebody, but you've got to work up to that. Up until that point, I, I mean, I have people that I've known on social media for quite some time, and I still will say, hey, can I message you? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not at that level where I'm just going to pop in and start talking about stuff, right? So yeah. think of it it's like respect. It's respect. It's basically yeah. respecting their inbox, that it's yeah. their house, and think mm-hmm. you wouldn't just walk in someone's front door. You wouldn't just pop into their inbox with your, your yep. pitch. Okay. Yep. 
That is such a fabulous analogy. You're so good. Okay. So I want to, I want to ask for people who are hearing your success, because you rattle off like no big deal. Oh yeah. Top of the company, three different companies was on stage. <laughs> like, oh, you know, just what I did last week. So for those listening, because a lot of people want that, right? They want to, yeah. and it might even be just finally getting that next rank, or maybe they're getting their auto bonus. So for those people listening, when you think about how you did that three times, what would you say was the, was it grit? Was it perseverance? Was it just having the vision? Was it every day DMO? Like, what was it that you did yeah. to, to do that? I treated it like a business. Mm -hmm. That's the number one thing. When I came in, I didn't know what I was doing. So I learned how I, I kind of, I, I definitely am an action taker and I don't, I mean, you can tell, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not really afraid of things. I don't, I'm not really afraid of what other people are going to think. So that works to my favor because I'll just go and try it. And then, Oh, it didn't work. Okay. Let me try something else. Um, but I treated it like a business from day one, from day one, I was like, okay, I see this person doing this. I like what they're doing. How did they do that? I would reach out and have conversations with people, um, just to, to talk and kind of pick their brain a little bit and be like, Hey, how are you doing this? How did you do this? Of course, I'm not cold messaging. Like I had a little bit of a relationship yeah. because I was already commenting with a person. But you know, I I was I was actively learning the entire time, and then also actively creating the entire time. Um, from day one, I had you know the, my very first sign up. I didn't just go, oh, okay, well I have a sign up now. That's cool. No, I was like, okay, I have a sign up. How can I support this person? Just like if I was the manager at Starbucks and I'm bringing on a new trainee, yeah, Starbucks provides training, but I have to be the one to make sure that this person is understanding it, that they're accessing it, all this stuff. So I took that very seriously right off the bat. I did not wait on that. I didn't wait till I felt like a leader. I didn't wait till I had a team. I did that with my very first person. Um, and so, yeah, so I think that's what really helped me propel was that I really you know, I looked at it as a true business, not a hobby. And I see so many people coming in, treating it like a hobby, but they want the six figure income. And it's like, no, if you want the six figure income, this is, you have to treat it like a full-time job. And the thing that I think people kind of can get hung up on too, is they aren't realizing that you have to work it like a six figure business um, before you're making the six figures. Oh, that's gold right there. Yeah. You really have to. Yeah. And I think I did, you know, that first, that first taste, that little first taste of money, it was a wake up call. It was like, Oh my gosh, this is for real. Mm -hmm. And I could, I could see it. I'm like, okay, I want that six figures. I'm going to put in the time. Like I'm already making the six figures. And that's what I did. I acted already as if I was going to be making the six figures. I just needed to put the time in. And then I, I treated it like a business. When I didn't know something, I sat down and learned it. And then I practiced. Oh my gosh, practice is so underrated in this industry. Like, I'm sorry, but if you're new to this, you're not going to post perfectly at first. You're not going to make the perfect stories. You're, you know, you look at these influencers and you go, I want to be like them. You know how they got there? They practiced. My stories were a mess at first. My lives, oh my gosh, you can go back and look at my old lives. Holy cannoli. I mean, what am I even doing? How did people watch this? I'm embarrassed for myself. <laughs> right? But you do it. So treat it like a business and go make mistakes. Go screw it up. It's going to look ugly at first and that's okay. That's how you get there. 
Yep. And when I was uh, in Cutco Cutlery Knives, what we did every day, it was a oh three-day training. Oh, I did. Yeah. Go to you did? Oh my gosh, that's awesome. That's hilarious. I love it. So that was my first sales gig and I was there for seven years. I became a district manager, but when you start, you have three days of training, six hours a day. And every day you start the day off with role playing. And we all were like, I mean, we're all college students. We're like, somebody just poke our eyes out. But what, later I started teaching those trainings and the people who actually took the role playing seriously and actually got it done and they got comfortable talking to another person were the ones that were able to go and do actual in-home presentations and they felt comfortable doing it and they had success. They didn't even yep. know anything, but people were buying these like very expensive knives from these college students because they were role-playing. They got comfortable talking about it. And so when they would get in front of somebody legit, they were fine. And so when you are having a conversation in Messenger or you want to do that curiosity post or go and do a live, just remember like we started that way too, but we just kept going. We just kept saying, okay, that worked. That didn't work. Okay, cool. Let's try again. Like no one's going to taser you. You're not going to get like ejected, you know, like this is awesome. It's your training wheels earn while you learn. Right. And that's what I think. I love that. Yes. Training. Exactly. You have to start there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know you have something special for my listeners. Cause so can you share to wrap it up, how they can find you, how they can follow you and what you have for them? Yes. Um, I am primarily on Facebook. That's my main place that I like to interact and have lots of conversations. So you can look me up there, Chelsea Kenyon, C-H-E-L-S-I-E. I always have to say the I-E because so many people And I'll put it below. That. I'll link to it. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So um, Facebook is definitely my main jam. And then of course you can always go to my website. Uh, I do have a group, so many fun ways to connect. Um, and I also have a special for gold diggers here listening, and that is a coupon code. And let me explain what that's going to be about. So we talked today about those conversations and how important they are to building your business. Um, and a lot of people get stuck at the very beginning. Like, I'm not sure exactly what to say, or maybe they can kind of think of things sometimes, but not every day. And so it's just like, uh, I wish that I had an expert social media marketer in my pocket that could just pop out every morning and say, Hey, post about this. And then you can quickly make your post and go on your merry day. So, um, I actually brought that concept to life with my product called daily prompt. So with daily prompt, it's a monthly subscription. You get a daily prompt in your inbox, um, in your email, email inbox, as well as in your messenger inbox. And it just makes things so easy. Even if you are pretty good, you know, even if you shoot, even if you're an expert level marketer, it's just convenient because, you know, you just have somebody saying, Hey, this is what you're going to post today. Here's, here's what you're going to post today. And we talk about benefits and there's like little mini trainings every day. So you actually get to learn why you're going to say things a certain way, you know, so on and so forth. So um, the coupon code is going to give you a whopping 40% off of the, the normal what? price of the subscription. Yeah. Awesome. Hooking you guys up. Thanks. And that coupon code is gold digger in all caps. And okay. that will get you guys that 40% off. That's amazing. And I'm a daily prompt prompt subscriber. And as someone who feels really comfortable on social media, my favorite part about it is the way, so you get a, just pull, it automatically comes to you in the morning. So you're like, oh, you're, you see it in your messenger, like, oh, cool. Oh, gives me, yeah. It gives you a little something, but what I love about it is it's geared towards engagement. So 
the, when the prompts come through, they're designed to help you create engagement, which is good for your algorithm, which gets you leads. Yeah. It gets people interacting with your posts, which pushes it out in front of more people. And you can easily use the topics for your stories too, which is amazing. So oh, yeah. For someone who's very comfortable with social media, I love just having that idea from you <laughs> virtually, yeah, but I yeah. love having you in my inbox because it's like, Girl, okay. there are times when I have to check on my own self with some ideas. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what did I write yesterday? Oh, that's like, let me go, let me go with that one. <laughs> right? I mean, sometimes you just, you know, you have to be on social to be present but you just don't have it in you. So how nice would it to be? Oh, it's done for me. It gives me the idea and then you can run with it and, you know, put yeah, it yeah. there or whatever. So it's a no brainer, 40% off. You are so generous. So you guys click the link below to grab that. Um, and then I'll put where you can connect with Chelsea below as well. Um, and that way you guys can follow her because she's amazing and she always puts out great content. Um, Oh, and we'll just tell them now because you guys can be the first to hear about it. We, the second annual Social Media Influencer Summit is December 7th. It's a six-hour live stream with the best oh, of the best, in my opinion, of those that um, are in this industry that are elevating the profession to bring you and greatest because we, let's face it, everything changes every five seconds. Chelsea so is so fast. So Chelsea is one of our amazing presenters. Yes, so I am excited. Yes. I've seen, and I've seen the lineup people. It is truly the cream of the crop. So definitely, definitely get in on this. Yes, it's going to be great. So keep an eye out for that. Um, you will see that coming out this week. And then um, she'll have sp something special in the swag bag for you guys. But check out her stuff. Get into her group. I love her group. It's just high power people who just want to crush it. So if you need some new friends that are, uh, you know, positive and are really going after things, and like she said, treat it like a business, go hang out in Chelsea's group because the the group you have in there, Chelsea, is just awesome. So thank you for being yeah. on. You're just amazing. We definitely have to have you thank back. Thank you for having so me. I'm so, so excited. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys. Well, until next time, go out there and crush your goals and create the life of your dreams. Bye-bye.